Welcome to r slash, a podcast where I read the best posts from across Reddit. Today's subreddit is r slash askreddit. What story do you really want to tell, but no one's asked the right question for you to bring it up? Our first reply is from Robin Downey. Once when I lived in Japan, I was riding my bike across a rice field at 6am. The sun was coming up, and there was no one anywhere, which is so rare in Japan. Just me on a dirt road between rice field for miles and miles, and the sound of my bike. Then, I heard a saxophone. As I kept riding, eventually I saw a man sitting on a stool practicing a saxophone, just on the road between the rice fields. He nodded hello to me without breaking play at all. One of the most magical moments of my life. Then, Arithuru replies, Dude, you were in a Studio Ghibli film. Our next reply is from Kindness on Reddit. So, I would occasionally write post-it notes to myself if I was super drunk and something absurd happened. My writing is illegible on most days. I had a note forever in my wallet that looked like it was saying, I am something, eat something, cucumber whore. It kept me up at night trying to figure out what it said. About a year later, it dawned on me. I saw a man eat a cucumber whole. Some dude at a bar was eating a cucumber like an apple and was so incensed and defensive from questions that I decided to stay away and document it for human history. So combative, yet being so unapologetically human. It's been probably 10 years. Our next reply is from The Bumbling Bee. My great-grandfather lived in Kansas when the Dust Bowl hit the U.S. He and his wife lived in a really small town and he owned the grocery store. After he passed away, my family was going through the stuff in his house and found a box of letters he had hidden from everyone. Every letter was a thank you from different families he helped during the Dust Bowl. People would be running from the Dust Bowl and pass through his town. He would give them free food to last them until they reached their destinations. Many of the letters thanked him for saving their lives and stuff like that. He took the secret to his grave, literally. Not even his wife knew. I've heard mention that maybe she wouldn't have been quite as pleased, but I don't know about that. I just think that's super cool, and I'm very proud of him. Our next reply is from Noodle Nugget. In the early 60s, my dad had a nervous breakdown due to severe abuse as a child while in army basic training. He went to a mental hospital and was released to his family when he was deemed well. After a while, he started hearing voices and was readmitted to another mental hospital. Around the same time, my mother, who had recently gotten divorced from her first husband, lost her mother and she tried to commit suicide. She was admitted to that same mental hospital. They got married in 1965. Our next reply is from Sweet Dangus. When me and my slightly older cousins were kids, they tried to convince me of falsehoods all the time. I was, and still kind of am, extremely gullible. I fell for, hey, gullible is written on the ceiling, more than once. One day, when I was around 11, the older of my cousins was talking about how he was joining a lacrosse team. I had no idea what that was, so I asked him. He explained the rules and the tools of the game, and I was certain that he was lying to me, that it was another prank. There was no effing way that people ran around with small baskets on sticks, throwing and catching hard balls. That's insanity. So I smirked and said, sure, and went on my way. For the next several years, whenever someone mentioned lacrosse, I'd snicker, thinking I was privy to a joke. When I was around 17, a friend of mine mentioned that she was going to a lacrosse game. I laughed and said, kind of annoyed, yeah, I know the joke, you can drop it. Lacrosse isn't real. She was so confused and looked at me like I was crazy. 
She insisted <laughs> She insisted that it was in fact real. I insisted that it wasn't. We looked it up online. Sure enough, completely real. I was utterly shocked and way more than a little embarrassed, especially when I thought back to all of my weird responses to mentions of the cross. Ugh. So you know those moments when you're trying to fall asleep and that random memory of something completely embarrassing pops into your head and you just cringe at yourself? <laughs> well, we all know what this guy thinks about when he's trying to fall asleep. Our next reply is from Zadum. I was walking home from a school event late at night. I'm a girl, and I didn't want to walk home alone at night because, well, I'm a girl. But I was too shy to bum a ride from someone. When walking to and from school, I always took a shortcut through a copse of trees, which shaved off about five minutes of walking time. As I was walking, I saw what looked like a person walking out of the trees. I stopped. They stopped. I took a step forward. So did they. I stepped to the right. They stepped to the right. I was already scared, but now I was terrified. So I started yelling at the person. Hey, I can see you. What do you want? Don't screw with me, butthole. No response. I took another step forward, and the other person did too. And then I realized I was being backlit by a street lamp, and I had been posturing and screaming at my own shadow. Our next Ask Reddit question is, fast food workers of Reddit, what is your, sir, this is a Wendy's moment? Our first reply is from Displace Yankee. I was a shift manager at a McDonald's in the very middle of a mall. A guy walks up to the counter with several McDonald's bags of food. He says, my wife came through your drive-thru and you messed up the order. Are you sure she came through our drive-thru? Yeah, she told me she came through the drive-thru and when she got home, she realized the order was wrong. Y'all need to give us our money back and give us the right food. I stand there confused while looking around the mall. Did she drive through Sears or JCPenney to get here? The guy looks around and finally realizes that he's in the middle of a mall. He grabs the bags and huffs away. That was the single greatest amount of human stupidity I had ever experienced until I joined Reddit. And down beneath this response, we have an interesting comment from El Padrino Fred. This guy is an idiot, but he knew exactly what he was doing. Get the money back, get the right food, then go to another McDonald's and do the same thing. Hit three stores, and it's an easy $30. And at the end, he gets a free meal. So basically, this guy's scam was clever, but he was too stupid to realize that the scam would completely fail with OP. Our next reply is from Max Crab. I work at Panera. A guest calls in from the car, and I hear several people in the background, all giving orders for a pickup. The first order is something simple, the next order is an item that we don't carry, a salmon dish of some kind. I know there are some regional Paneras that have or have had salmon, but we're not one of them. So I let them know, hey, I'm sorry, but we don't carry salmon. Maybe... And the person on the other end of the phone cuts me off and starts getting really aggressive. Yes you do, you do, they scream. But I don't. We don't. So then I'm like, hey, maybe you're thinking of another chain. We're very similar too. And I start to list off some other places and they cut me off again screaming, I know you have effing salmon. What the F? I ate it just the other day. And at this point, I'm just being honest with them and say, hey man, I don't really need this attitude. We don't have salmon. I can't make the dish for you. You have us confused with someone else. There's a long silence, and finally someone other than the person who's been yelling says, Wait, this isn't... And then she says the name of some other place that totally isn't Panera. 
I say, no. And then everyone in the car starts yelling at each other, and I hang up. Customer service is the worst. And beneath that, we have a similar Panera story from Lua Estrella. I recently went to a Panera Bread and overheard the employees talking about a customer's order. In the notes it said, chicken noodle soup, no broth, please. I'm still messed up over this. What on earth is chicken noodle soup with no broth? Just wet, wet noodles with chunks of chicken? Blah. Our next reply is from, do we want to go there? First of all, F-U-O-P for making me relive this. Now, working at McDonald's, every single day at the same time at 4pm, this old guy would come in and order his food. Most people knew that he wanted a special order, overcooked the bejesus out of the patty. We started that up right when he walked in. Anyway, that's not the problem. The problem is this dude was forgetful as all hell and would demand a ceramic plate to eat on every time. So that's when we would explain it to him. Dude, this is a McDonald's. We don't have plates. And usually he'd be like, oh, right. But sometimes he would just rant about how we should have plates. I saw him absolutely flip the F out because a girl stepped outside the break room with a plate of food she brought from home. I knew you bastards had plates. And we could never convince him otherwise after that day. Our next reply is from Cadbury Ovaltine Deddy. This dude came to the drive-thru. I opened the window. Sir, how can I help you? I'm out of checks, he replies calmly. I'm not sure I follow you, I say. I'm out of checks, he says again, more impatiently. Right, I heard you, but I don't know what you want me to do about it. You can pay with cash or card too. (laughs) The dude gives me a weird look, then says, Oh, this isn't the bank, and peels out from the window. I'm a pharmacist. Our next reply is from Amp Vodka. It wasn't me involved, but I witnessed it. I worked at Burger King when I was a teenager. We're short-staffed one day, and the girl in the drive-thru was on break, so our manager stepped in to cover her. He was pretty old and didn't have the best hearing, so most customers were pulling around to the window to talk to him as he was struggling to hear through the headset. Anyway, this one guy rolls up to the window and shouts, I want a large Big Mac meal and a Coke, please. Is that so dang hard? My manager very calmly says, My apologies, sir. That won't be difficult. He leans out of the window and points down the road. There's a McDonald's about three miles in that direction. They'll be happy to help. Have a nice day, sir. Then he just closes the window and walks around the corner out of sight. I laughed so hard. Our next reply is from 14K Anthropologist. As a former Del Taco employee, I can confidently say that regular Del Taco customers are all mean and or idiots. One lady in particular still makes my blood boil almost 10 years later. It was Taco Tuesday, three tacos for $1, and we had over 50 orders in our queue, plus a line of people putting in more orders. We were slammed and understaffed, and our wait time was extremely long, even though we were trying our best. So this lady was getting really pissed about waiting for her super important order of six sucky tacos, defrosted and assembled by a guy who went to my high school, but never actually showed up for class. Every time we would call out an order number, she would sarcastically and loudly cheer and clap and congratulate us for finally learning how to do your jobs. This went on for 10 or 15 minutes before I finally showed her our order board and said, here's the order we're currently making, order 15. And way over here is your order, order 45. Realizing how many orders were ahead of her finally prompted her to leave with no tacos so that we could continue fulfilling orders under the silent, watchful gaze of our other 30 angry customers. 
I hated working there. Then, one day, I showed up for my regularly scheduled shift to find a notice on the door that said, Sorry, this location's closed. So, anyway, I hate Del Taco. Our next reply is from Yoda Jerp. I used to work at Target, and they hired a new girl who had previously worked at Walmart to work the fitting rooms, and by default, the intercom system. A few days after she started, she was about to make an announcement over... <laughs> this one's good. A few days after she started, she was about to make an announcement over the intercom, and I guess habit took over because she started the announcement with, Attention Walmart shoppers! She realized her mistake and made a good recovery with, <laughs> You're in the wrong store. <laughs> the funny thing is, that's exactly the type of thing where this girl probably felt super embarrassed by it, but I bet everyone else was just amused by it. Except for maybe her boss. Our next reply is from Universe Bear. I worked at a small roadside produce place. My boss had a few different stalls, so I was often left to run the stall myself. I remember this lady walked up. Do you have any tomatoes? Sorry, we don't. But the place down the street has them. Then go there. Our next reply is from the Insane Potato. This happened at an actual Wendy's. It's a bit long, but trust me, it's worth the read. I once had a woman come to the drive-thru and try to order mac and cheese. I politely informed her that we didn't have that. She insisted we did. I told her we definitely didn't. She got angry and yelled that yes, we did. I told her, ma'am, I've been working here for three years. We've never had macaroni and cheese. It's not something we serve. Would you like to order something else? She says, Yes, you effing do. I can see it on the menu board. It's right there in front of me on the menu. I tell her, I'm really not sure what she's looking at, but we don't have mac and cheese, and if it really does say mac and cheese on our menu board, then that means someone's vandalized it. She says, No, it definitely is part of the menu board, and it is real, and we do have it. And she isn't leaving until she gets her mac and cheese. Cue literally 10 minutes of this back and forth, all while she's holding up the drive through line. I finally got the manager to come over and deal with this after asking him for the 15th time, because they don't pay me nearly enough to deal with people like this for that long. The woman absolutely refuses to accept that we don't have mac and cheese. She also refuses to order anything else and won't move her car until we give her the mac and cheese that we don't have. We have a line of cars wrapped around the building now, and everyone's pissed. It's been half an hour, and the line's not moved. The manager tells her that if she doesn't leave, he's gonna have to call the cops. She screams that she can't understand why we're doing this, and why we won't just serve her mac and cheese when she can clearly see it on our menu board right in front of her. So we do have it, and why are we lying to her? My curiosity and exasperation finally got the better of me, so against my better judgment, I exit the building and walk along the outside to the drive through order screen where the woman's car is. I tell her to please show me on the menu where it says the words macaroni and cheese anywhere. She points and confidently says, right there. With all the conviction of someone who is absolutely sure that they just proved some big dumb idiot wrong and that they'll be hailed as a hero, I look where she's pointing. I see it. I sigh heavily as a bit of my soul dies. I compose myself and say, as politely as I can, Ma'am, that's a picture of the orange slices that come with the kids' meal. We don't serve mac and cheese. Please drive away before the police get here. She looks confused, looks at the menu board again, the realization dawns on her, and she drives off without a word. I go back inside and scream in the walk-in freezer for ten minutes.
OP provided a picture of the oranges, and for those of you who are listening but not watching, they look like a bowl of oranges, not like a bowl of macaroni and cheese. That was r slash Reddit, and if you like this podcast, then be sure to check out my Patreon where I publish extra episodes. Also, be sure to follow my podcast because I put out new Reddit podcast episodes every single day.